Welcome back to the Casey Adams Show. Today we are joined by my good friend Cam Fordham, the CEO of Get Engaged. Thanks so much for coming on, Cam. Casey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. So we are here at the Blue Wire Studios at the Wynn Hotel. I the appreciate you coming out. Beautiful Blue Wire Studios. <laughs> for sure. It's gorgeous. Um, but for those that may not know what Get Engaged is, I'd love for you to give a high level of what it is that you do. Absolutely. And thanks for asking. So Get Engaged High Level is a digital first marketing agency. We specialize in brand, music, and uh, in talent. And so we do content creation, social media, and influencer marketing. Very cool. Um, and I know you guys, I'll start here. I know you guys recently opened up an incredible office in Nashville. We did. Um, would love to have you dive into that because I know I, I read the article. And first off, congrats on that. Thank but, um, you know, it's so cool because, you know, I, I live in L.A., from Virginia, I have family in Tennessee. And to know that, you know, some awesome startups and, and companies are being built in Nashville is super cool to hear. So I would love to have you dive into that. For sure. Yeah, Tennessee is, I mean, Nashville as a whole is a town that is absolutely exploding. It's in the past three years, it's almost doubled in population, I believe. Um, you know, during the pandemic, I was I was living in L.A., and, you know, just with everything that was going on, it just it became kind of stale. You know, it, it's very strict with, with mask mandates, which is understandable. And, you know, a lot, a lot of people wanted to meet up. Everyone was outside the office. And you know, I was just trying to think to myself, you know, how can, you know, I help expand, get engaged in different audiences, different niches, et cetera. So I visited Nashville. I had friends down there. Had a blast when I went down. You know, the country music scene is, is very prevalent. And country music is even shifting more towards mainstream and there's just a lot of potential the the talent there is very brandable very brand safe um i just a lot of people from la are moving there and i just believe in nashville and and where it's going and you know the the tax advantages don't hurt as well (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah for sure um so i'd love to dive into it i know we've been connected for a while but we haven't like you know had a one-on-one combo so i'm super stoked to dive in um what led you to starting Get Engaged, and when did you officially start the company? Sure. So we started in 2016. It was my business partner, Ben, and myself. Um, and then a year or so later, Alex Dermer came on as well. We're all considered co-founders. Um, and we, we were helping a lot of artists in Atlanta, and it's primarily in the hip-hop community. We are helping them with social, with you know doing touring, and helping them monetize their presence. And... Uh, it just expanded. Like, you know, we would, we would do something for an artist and they would say, Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? So we take, took a step back and said, how do we create an agency model out of this? So, you know, from the Waka Flockas to the TIs, who who, who we, who we uh, were working with, it just, it expanded from there and and we're glad it did. It's so cool, man. Uh, And and you guys do such a great job. I mean, I've seen what you guys have done. It's super cool to see. Um, when it comes to the music side of things, like what is most important when working with and developing an artist today? Because I know, you know, firsthand it's, it's changed so much since 2016, I'm sure, from the social strategies. Right. So like where do you guys primarily spend your time is when working with artists specifically? Yeah, a lot of the time is spent on um, just, you know, with their everyday social presence. And they're, they're artists first. That's what they're good at. They, they can, you know, go in the studio, record a song, they can make their appearances, but some of them are, are, are really, you know, good at social media, but, you know, and some aren't. And we just, we help them expand their footprint. You know, how do we 
how do we help them monetize? How do we help them um, expand on their brand to their audience? How do we connect them with, with brands and, and opportunities there? How do we help them with, you know, touring and, and, and content creation, et cetera? There's just there's so many at, uh, facets of it that, that we work with them with. It's just, it's, it's really just, it's no, it's no one size yeah. fits all model. It's, it's really, we, we try to find a niche and where we can help and expand on it. I love that. Um, so I'd love to take a step back and dive into, you know, like where are you, where are you from sure. family growing up? Like what did that look like in your life? Yeah. So I grew up mom and dad in the house. Uh, we grew up, I grew up in Johns Creek, Georgia, which just was considered okay. Duluth growing up, but it, it incorporated into its own city now. So okay. it's, it's about 35 minutes North of Atlanta, Got the it. city. So Georgia was me. I went to LSU, played football there out of college, Very and cool. then uh, ended up transferring to NC State and finishing up there. Got it. What, what position in football? So I, I went Did in. You, I didn't realize how tall you are. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I, thought. <laughs> I went in as a tight end, and I left as a center. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So put a little put a little weight on in college. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, grow up playing football? I did. I did. Football was my number one love. You know, when you're, when you're a kid growing up, or, or yeah. for me, I always thought I had potential to go play pro football and like that was the dream. But, um, you know, sometimes take a different path in life and, you know, different things work for, for different reasons. And, yeah. you know, I'm glad I'm glad it didn't yeah. because I, I feel like there's more potential for me in business. And, and that's what's uh, what's currently transpiring. I love that. Uh, I, um, I can relate, I, not from a college perspective, but I played hockey for 10 years growing up in Virginia, mm-hmm. travel all up and down the East Coast. I actually had, there was a tournament in, in Georgia when I was younger, which is cool. Um, but then I played lacrosse and then sophomore year of high school, that's when I got injured, neck brace for six months. Mm-hmm. And that dream sort of died right there on the spot. <laughs> but um, on a positive note, like for you, it's like going to college and, you know, you talk about having that dream of going pro. I think a, a lot of people, whether that's pro sports or business or whatever it may be, everyone has goals and, and sometimes it's okay to, to pivot and to change gears for you. Like when did that moment happen, right? Like you're going to college, I'm sure with the intent to go play pro or, or see, you know, what happens there. Um, like what was that transitional period in your life post-college st- into business? Sure. So in college, you know, there's a lot of politics when it comes to college football. So I, <laughs> yeah. I signed with LSU the day, the day after I signed, my coach leaves to another program. So I wow. get there, I have a different coach and, uh, it's, 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 they like to, the, to honor and play their recruits that they recruited, which is, I, I get it. And then I, I transferred to NC state, wonderful coaching staff with Tom O'Brien and, you know, they get fired after a year of me being there and, a new coach comes in. So I just, I kind of got a little burnt out on it. It was a lot. Yeah. You can, you, sometimes you can't control your own destiny yeah. when it comes to college sports, which, which is fine. But um, I think the switch came my, my junior year in college. Um, and I had started a sports website. Okay. And we were local, southeastern, primarily college news and lifestyle. We did a lot of on-camera interviews. So I, w- I was like you when I was young. Like, I would reach out to people. I had no business reaching out to them. <laughs> but would try to, like, you know, chase them down to see if we can get an interview with them. And, you know, we ended up doing a lot of on-camera interviews with talent. And I just, I just saw, a, I saw potential in business. I just I felt like I had a knack for it. I wasn't, 
I didn't have all the answers at first, but I felt like I could figure it out. Yeah. And my, my father is an inspiration to me. He, he is an entrepreneur himself. He has his own business. Uh, he's, he's been uh, very successful within, within his, uh, with his expertise and work. And, um, you know, I just, I relied on him because at the end of the day, he, he played college football himself. Oh, wow. And he had a back injury, which took him out of the game. So, mm. He just always stressed to me there's more to life than sports. Yeah. And I don't want this to be a total sports conversation, <laughs> yeah, but like you, it's just I'm 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 glad my path is 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 going where it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Um I'd love to dive into how, how you guys work with creators. Um mm-hmm. I get engaged because as you know, my company Media Kits were very heavily creator first and you know, the creator economy has changed and grown and evolved so much over these last 4 or 5 years that I've been involved in it. Uh, especially the last year and a half since we launched Media Kits. But when it comes to creators, like influencer marketing, how do you guys look at the landscape on where it currently is and how are you guys capitalize, capitalizing on it for talent? Sure. So the, primarily the brands will come to us and identify you know, their targets and what they're going after. We'll help them as well understand how, how the digital footprint and, and the influencer world works. Um, but we'll... You know, once we identify with the brands, the brands are, are more of our clients. The record labels are our clients. And by, through that process, we've accompanied a lot of influencer relationships, et cetera. So they, um, back to, expand on what you were saying? Yeah, just like how, where do you see the current landscape in terms of the opportunity for influencers and how are you guys capitalizing on that for your talent? Yeah, I think influencers are more important than ever right now. I think that it's it's all about how you do it. It's you got to be very targeted and specific and you can't just throw something at the wall and expect it to stick. You got to understand the region they're from, the age group they're in. Um you know, what what makes them tick? How do they identify with the brand? Do they really care about the brand? Et cetera. And and engagement rates. I mean, everything's constantly changing within the the industry when it comes to influencers, but yeah. You know, we found a lot of success in just licensing content. So an influencer will create content and we'll license that and put paid and, and et cetera behind it. And there's, there's different tactics that we use for brands that, that, we're, that are evolving. And, um, I mean, the influencer spend from, you know, at the start of quarantine to where it is now is just exponential. You know, yeah. a lot of these companies were we're stripping billboards and radio spots <laughs> and, and putting them into digital because these are what these are the kind of people that people look up to and 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 want to know what they're doing and follow them for them. Yep. So, no, I, I did that for sure. Um, when it comes to your day to day, where do you spend your time and what really you know makes you tick and fuels you? So. My day consists of a lot of Zooms. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So talking to clients, ta- uh, you know, pitching different celebrities, influencers, management companies, record labels on you know different opportunities, you know, um, at hand. I think a lot of this we're opening. We open up the national office, like we talked about, but a lot of energy has been focused there, and and just really at this point of our company, just how we're scaling and and putting together the blueprint on. It's different when you have. 15 to 20 employees. Now you have, we have 80 employees or, wow. or just around 80. And it's just, there's a lot of nuances with it. It's focusing on, you know, more of the back end, you know, yeah. PR, um, HR and, and, and just making sure 
pretty much everything's running smoothly. I have really good business partners that that help you know every step of the way, and it's it's honestly been key to yeah. to, to have a good team. Absolutely. Um, are you guys planning on having all eighty people in house in office? In so we we always used to think in house is the way to go because you can collab and and people can you know, bounce ideas off each other, which is all, it's, it's very true. It's great. But during quarantine and with Zoom and, and the way that all transpired, you can work outside of the office. And yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. You, if you get the job done, you get the job done. So we have a lot of people in-house, but we have people spread out the country and we have people that, um, that aren't in the office. And yep. it's just about figuring out workflow and, and understanding how you work best. Yeah, absolutely. What's been the, uh, the growth trajectory in terms of like getting to 80 people, like when it comes to last year's team and how you guys have grown from there and then also the, you know, forward looking. Yeah, it's just, we're, we're playing it day by day. I mean, you know, we understand within our financial model, how we need to hire people, you know, um, what makes sense, when it comes to to you know growth, we to be honest, we're we don't have all the answers. We're, yeah. we're figuring out as it goes. You know, this is our first this is our first company together that we've really grown from scratch. If I, you know, I had the sports website before, but this is an actual agency company. So yeah. um, we've relied heavily on good good mentors, you know, good counsel, yep. et cetera, and. We're just really just paying attention and, and soaking it up and learning as much as we can. I love that. Um, I, I can say, and I relate to you in terms of you, you have a vast network. You're, you know, we, we have a lot of mutual friends, but when it comes to networking and how that has moved the needle in your life when it comes to people, how have you gone about building a network and how has it impacted your life and your business overall? I think networking is key. It's, it's very, very important to have the relationships. Um, it's about, at the end of the day, I want to provide value to people. I want to help people as much as possible. I have good intentions and a good heart. And um, I think that's just allowed people to gravitate. Like, like, like you, like you're young, you're a good guy. Uh, you, <laughs> Thank you, you. You, you connect people, you help people. It's just, it's just natural synergy. Yep. So. Absolutely. Cause I, I know too, um, like from a music side, you know, Will and the guys at Taylor gang, they've been super cool to us and media kids. Them. And it, it's so cool. Cause like, and I'd love to like dive into a story. If you have one that comes to mind, like when I talk about Will and Wiz and Taylor gang, you know, I, I first interviewed Ludie boy, which is like a part of Taylor gang. And then mm -hmm. I ended up interviewing Will. And then when we were initially raising our pre-seed around for media kids, Will invested. And then Wiz performed at our launch party last August. And I always like kind of like, connecting the dots looking back because that's how I can identify and, you know, um, match up with like someone who I meet today. You never know what it will lead to. Right. So I'd love to ask you, and, and I love storytelling. If there's a story or a person in your life that has been a mentor figure that has, you know, come about in a very unique way or has led to more over time. Yeah. I think first of all, Will and, and Taylor gang, they're unbelievable. I love them. Like from Wiz to Nate, Will, yeah. Great people. Shout out to so I'm sure, shout out Taylor Gang. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of stories with them, which um, which is great. But um, mental, I, I think that person in my life, 
you know, as of recent, has been more of the Gaio series and the G Robersons that have helped our company. You know, they're they're just guys that that see us as young entrepreneurs that are that are hungry and and really just gave us a chance and, and guidance and are just helping us through the fold because, you know, people like Guy is, I mean, from what he's done with Madonna and U2 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and, uh, and translated that into what he's doing now with, with Ashton and the investment world, it's, there's more to music than, than just, you know, yeah. everyday management and, 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 and that whole, whole nine yards. But G as well. I mean, G's managed the biggest artists in the world, from Kanye to Nicki Minaj, Drake, Lil Wayne. But he's catapulted into all these different investments and ventures. And I think that's the, the biggest thing that we've learned is, you know, we're a service-based company, which is awesome. It's great. But what, how can we translate our skills and our marketing efforts into some of these companies that are know in their their seed rounds and are in series b series c and how can we help them propel and 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 get to the next round of funding and 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 have ownership and that's that's it's this is all a platform but but ownership is the next level and that's what i've really learned over the past year is um is the importance of that yeah absolutely Uh, i think that's super on point like when you're working with these brands it's like getting a piece of the pie and actually having a, a you know a motive outside of like payment when it comes to helping them grow 100 percent. it's a it's a long-term approach for sure not always the most comfortable yeah <laughs> but if you look at it and you're surrounded by you know good people that give you good advice and and companies you really believe in i think it's a something that that you put inside your model if you're an agency yeah i i love that it shows how you guys are thinking about it in the way that i, I think you know a lot of people that may have agencies out there should think about it in terms of ownership um when it comes to team, you know, what are some core philosophies and, and pillars that you guys live and, and breathe when it comes to the organization and the culture? Sure. We just we try to have people hold each other accountable. That's the biggest thing. We, we, we try to provide a, a good work environment. We care about our people. We want everybody to win. But at the end of the day, you got to hold each other accountable because we have a goal. We have jobs and we and we line those up at the beginning of each year. We, we have our leadership and all of us mark out their goals for the year. And at the end of the year, we go back and say, how did we, we structure and how do we, how do we you know, complete those goals? Or if we didn't, it's okay, but what do we do next year to make it better? And I think um, that's been a big part of it. And um, you know, we, have, at the, we have really good leadership in our company, which I'm very proud of. We're a very diverse company, which is I, I believe in wholeheartedly. Um, and you know, having good leadership allows others to excel and grow. And if you show that growth path for people, people want to stay. People want to be a part and like totally experience the wins. Yeah, I love that in terms of just like leadership and what it means. I'd love to ask you, you know, like what does leadership mean to you, and what makes a gr- a good leader great? I think a leadership means to me is is helping people uh, achieve to their fullest and, and and get the most out of them. Um, I don't think there's a there's there's many definitions to to being a good leader. Um, but if if you if you hold each other accountable every day and 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 get the most out of out of everyone and and, and set goals for each other. Um, I think that's 
what what makes a good leader. I also think I, there's there's a few different leadership qualities. There's the rah 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 in your face, or <laughs> or there's you know you got to teach. Yep. But if if people aren't grasping after your after your teaching, then you need to figure out what's going on. But I, I believe in more of don't blow up. Help people understand. Because the whole blow up stuff nowadays <laughs> does, doesn't work as much. Yeah, totally. <laughs> people, people don't want to hear it anymore, in my opinion. But, um, but yeah. Very cool. Um, when it comes to, you know, traveling, I know you said you come out to L.A. twice mm-hmm. a month. What does your travel schedule look like? And, you know, when it comes to having co- like co-founders and partners, how do you guys delegate responsibility? Because I think, you know, I'm, I've learned this a lot just with my partner, Kieran, the past year. And, you know, I'm, I'm always learning about better ways to delegate and how we cover our own grounds. But I would love to hear how you guys think about that. For sure. Um, we divide and conquer as partners. We all do things differently. We all do things well. We sometimes don't do things as well, but we balance each other out and we're cohesive. And like going back to leadership, you got to have good leadership because us three as partners are very hands-on. And we think we can, we've, we've been there since the start and we've done everything. Like Ben used to run our books and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, Alex helps with, you know, the lawyer process and, and, you know, we help with it with HR in the beginning. And just, I think we've learned that like, you know, you want to have that hands-on approach, but as you scale, you can as much, you got to really rely on good leadership. Absolutely. I, I love that. <laughs> um, when it comes to how you guys think about the future of the agency and also just like digital marketing, you guys are at the forefront of that. Um, what have you noticed you know, over the years when it comes to the change of where you guys are th- thinking about digital, obviously with platforms like TikTok or Clubhouse, like how are you guys tapping into these new platforms and where do you see it going? For sure. I, I don't, I don't know where it's going. You know, it's, it's something new each day, but I'll tell you what, as soon as TikTok was was prevalent and everybody started to get to know we we dove in uh we've do, we've dove into nfts we've dove into clubhouse especially over quarantine i got a lot of knowledge and met a lot of people on there it was it was great Absolutely. such a good tool but we're always trying to think ahead I, I think we're at the expense of different platforms and algorithms but um i'll tell you what we're, we're a study of the game and we're constantly trying to improve there. And, and we always send articles around to all of our team members. Yeah. And we have newsletters within our company just talking. And there's an email that goes out every week that talks about new trends, what people are doing in the industry. So I think if you have the full-scale knowledge of, of, yep. of the industry as a whole, it's very key. Absolutely. I'd love to dive into how you guys think about NFTs. I had um, Blau on the podcast here. He was sitting... In that chair back in October, and we were talking about his company Royal, like yeah. digital, you know, ownership for musicians and their fans. Um, how do you guys think about that in terms of NFTs for musicians, for influencers, or just overall? I think it's a. I think it's the next wave. I mean, we're in between an era of like digital 2.0 and and 3.0, where I feel like we're at like 2.5 right now. Where <laughs> yeah. it, it's 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 here. Yep. It's it's coming. I, I believe in in NFTs. There's there's some some really big power players in the space right now that we're trying to align ourselves with, and I'm I'm fully supportive. I'm lear- I'm trying to learn every day about it. You know, yeah. watching YouTube videos, reading articles, understanding what's going on. But we're involved with different projects, helping to market it, or we've invested, and um, 
it's coming. Like I yeah, said, for sure. It's um, it's very real. Totally, I, I love that, and I think like staying on top of trends is not only a a massive advantage, but it's it's what makes ma the magic happen, right? Because everyone likes to follow the trend centers, and whether that's something that fizzles out, you know, eventually sooner or later you're gonna be early to one that actually hits. Um, when it comes to just like day-to-day -day life outside of business, where do you spend your time and what are some things that motivate you that you're passionate about that you, you know, try to spend time doing? Sure. So I like to travel, first of all. I, I love to stay on my feet and understand different cultures. Tennessee uh, has allowed me to really get outdoors and start golfing and playing pickleball. And, uh, and I'm like, I pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that word three times today. It's, yeah. it's, it's actually the... I think it's the fastest growing sport in the u.s right no now. oh my oh. god my you know my business partner kieran he, he would love yeah. to hear that he's he's playing pickleball like a couple you. times a week right now it is so fun <laughs> so i joined a uh, a club in nashville called the troubadour and um they have six pickleball courts oh my god it's, it's it's like an adult playground but <laughs> i like to, i like to uh to play those two games right now um like i said travel and um yeah it's just the golf thing is is it's tough but wow is it is it fun especially yeah. having a good group of people out there and for sure um a lot of like-minded people especially it's it's um it's it definitely can control some time 100 percent. no i um i try to go like once a month golfing but i i haven't been in a couple months i'm i may end up going this weekend but um, I, i've been i've been golfing since i was like eight years old my grandpa put me on and it's been something that i was tried to do a lot of, but For sure. slowly but surely it's, you know, it's hard to keep up unless you have like a group you're going with consistently. <laughs> no doubt. And it's a great place to, um, to bring someone because you get three hours of their time Yeah, where they don't look at their phone as much Yeah, <laughs> and you can just like let the guard down and, and be yourself. So totally. that's why I like so much about it. Very cool. Uh, when it comes to music, um, I know you are not only in the music space, but I know you're out here in Vegas, there's country music awards, all these different things. Um, has music always been something that you've wanted to like be in the business of, or did that just come about naturally over time? Yeah, I think music's been a very big part of my life. I, I'm a music fan. I love you know, hip hop, country, 80s, rock. I'm kind of genre agnostic, but <laughs> um, I like the, I like connecting sports and, and, and music. I think every athlete wants to be a musician. Every musician wants to be an athlete. It just coincides. And I don't know, man, I just, music as a whole is just having a, a um, being a part of it. Just, it's like, it's, totally. it's fun. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. No, I love that. I, I, I don't know who told me this, but it's like every athlete wants to be either a musician or they want to be friends with the musicians that's why they all get right. along so well right it's like top performers in other verticals it's it's very serendipitous that they all come together and i'm sure that you've you know you work with athletes and musicians because it's so natural to mm -hmm. you know the industry a um, couple more questions before we wrap up when it comes to like your vision and, and beliefs as a founder what are some lessons that you've learned over the years from mentors in your life whether that's guy or whomever it may be that you've instilled into your business today that are like pillars to how you think about business and, and building an organization? I think at the end of the day, just if you like, I like what I do. And if you like what you do, it doesn't feel like work. 
and I just I just wholeheartedly believe in that that um, I bring it I bring it every day just because I, I have fun doing it, and that's the biggest thing of, of what those kind of people would 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 say to me is put your all in it because why not build something yep. build something with purpose and that's that's been um that's been my main driving force is it, it's it's fun to create a team and work towards goal, goals and help people achieve like marketing for example is is they're just telling someone's story and helping amplify what they're trying to portray and it's it's all like a puzzle to me it all yeah. fits together <laughs> and it's just I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm, I love I love where we're at as a company, but I feel like there's much more. And every day I get up, just what else can I do to add to the team and and to to help us go to where we want to be. I love that for sure. Um, when it comes to like the similarities of sports and the mindset you have in, in business, do you have any like overlapping skill sets or you know like the mindset that you've taken from sports that you utilize in business? Because I, I can say as an athlete myself, not at the college level, but I, I always talk about that in conversation because it's something that I've noticed very apparent. So I, I had a quote by a coach back in college that says, you'll you get up one more time that you can be knocked down. And there's going to be curveballs every day that are thrown at you in business, but you just got to get up and keep going and, and, and brush it off. It's always the next play. You have, a yeah. bad, you have a bad play in football, don't focus on it because that's going to affect the rest of the game. Move on to the next play. And keep it going. You have a vision, um, and you have you have goals in mind. Focus on it. Keep rolling. Yeah, I love that. Uh, last question before we wrap up, Cam. If you were to give yourself advice to your younger self, whether that's just personal advice, business advice, whatever, what would that advice be, and why? I would tell myself that it's a good question. Never really thought about that. <laughs> I would tell myself that, you know, it's not always, it's not always so serious. Have, have fun with it. Roll with the moment and, and enjoy it. You know, I, at, at first, and I, and I am, but at first, you know, I, I took everything, you know, so seriously and, and literal and, and, and what, it wasn't having, I was just trying to figure it all out. wasn't having as much, fun with it even though I love what I do and I'm very blessed but you know just just take it in and 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 ride because at the end of the day this is a blessing in what we're doing so love that yeah very cool well um, before we wrap up I want to you know let you say to all the viewers or watchers where's the best place that everyone can follow you that can learn more about getting engaged and just follow you along your journey overall sure so Get Engaged's Instagram handle is at Get Engaged. Mine is at Cam Fordham. Those are the primary spots that we we interact with content on. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're. Um, I, I, I love you know doing these kind of things with people like yourself because every time it, it allows me a chance to to tell our story, tell my story, and um, you know. Uh, so that's that's been a goal of mine this year is to to really try Love to that. get out there and um and and explain a little bit more about what we do. So I appreciate the opportunity. Of course, I'll have to get you uh, connected with some.
cool people I know to get on their shows for sure. And vice but, versa, uh, man. You let me know anything I can help you with. I really, sure. I really enjoy your your work ethic and and what you're doing, and it's it's very inspiring. I appreciate because that. Because you're still game. you're how old? Nineteen? Twenty one. Twenty one. I wish I could still say that. Yeah, but hey, it's, you're twenty one. For sure. Man, keep keep it going. Keep killing it. I appreciate that. You got that. a fan in me. I appreciate that, Cam. Well. For everyone watching or listening, thank you so much for tuning into today's show. And of course, thank you, Cam. And thank you, Blue Wire Studios, for having us. And I will talk to you guys soon.